Welcome to today's Mesa Chamber of Commerce video podcast. A little different for us, um, but we're going to make this work. Today, um, we're in our own studios. My name is Sally Harrison. I'm the CEO of the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, and we're pleased to have our friends from Encompass Health joining us to discuss um, a little bit more about what is going on with Encompass Health. So folks may be surprised to learn that there are several misconceptions about occupational therapy. So could you guys introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes, thanks for having us. Um, I'm Bridget Mercer. I have a master's of occupational therapy and I've been here at Encompass East Valley Rehab for 10 years now. Great. I'm Michael. I have a what's two year degree bachelor's in occupational therapy. Um, I'm called a Certified Occupational Therapist Assistant, and I've been here for five and a half years. Awesome. Let's get into it. Um, Encompass, as a national leader, is integrated healthcare services. Encompass Health offers both facility-based and home-based patient care through its network of inpatient rehabilitation hospitals, home health agencies, and hospice agencies. With a national footprint that includes 134 hospitals, wow, uh, 245 home health locations, and 83 hospice locations in 37 states and Puerto Rico, the company is committed to delivering high-quality, cost-effective, integrated care across the healthcare continuum. Encompass Health is ranked as one of Fortune 100's best companies to work for. And we are fortunate to have a location here in Mesa. Can you tell us more about your Mesa location? Good morning. So we are about, we're a 70 bed hospital here in East Valley in the Mesa. And uh, we cover quite a bit of, we're a JCO accredited um, hospital. And we take all kinds of patients. Um, uh, traumatic brain injuries, acute care, um, uh, neuro issues, stroke, Parkinson's, Parkinson's, uh, knee, um, and hip replacements. Great. If you're broke, we'll fix you. <laughs> okay. So we know a little bit more about Encompass, but let's, let's talk about you guys. You're both, uh, occupational therapists. Yes. I'm Bridget Mercer and I'm a occupational therapist here at East Mesa for 10 years now. Wow. Uh, Michael, and um, I'm a what they call a CODA, Certified Occupational Therapist Assistant. Okay. And so I've been here for about five and a half years. Great. Talk about your location. Where are you located? We are in East Mesa at Higley and Baseline, and we are a single level 70 bed hospital, as we stated earlier. We do serve the greater East Valley area. Um, We've served people from all over the state, actually, as well. Sholo, Northern Safford. Arizona. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yes. People coming to see you. That's awesome. So I understand that April is Occupational Therapy Month. Can you explain what that means? Yes, it's just an opportunity to highlight um, different medical professions. And this month is actually Occupational Therapy, as we stated. So we get to have a goal for ourselves to educate the public about what occupational therapy is. Great. So I have some questions for you because not everybody understands what occupational therapy is. Can you talk about that and where can you find a therapist? There is a huge misconception about occupational therapy. I, I can't tell you how many times I'll be in a room and they'll say, 
occupational therapy. What are you going to tell me about my occupation? I'm retired. <laughs> and so the, the, the term, let me tell you a little background about occupational therapy first, and then that'll make things a little more come together a little better. So sure. essentially, um, during World War One, um, when the soldiers were returned home from war, right, these were young soldiers, and there's nobody more capable than, than a young American soldier. And these guys were coming back from war with, you name it, loss of arm, loss of leg, loss sure. of eyesight, maybe some cognitive deficits. Brain injuries. Um, and so the nursing corps started helping these people back together because at the time, you know, the, 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 the nation was not real um, supportive to these guys coming back. Well, I can put on a shirt, no problem, when I've got two arms. I can put my pants on, I can walk. When we live in a world where everything is functional, then everything is easy. These guys were coming back from, from, from the war without loss of arm, limb, eyesight. And so the term occupational therapy comes from what are those things that they need to um, help them with their occupational needs, those things that they need mm -hmm. to get back to their everyday lives that we mm -hmm. absolutely take for granted. So the sure. term that was created out of that was activities of daily living or right. ADLs as we call them. So the the ongoing focus of any OT session is feeding yourself, grooming yourself, getting your upper body dressed and your lower body dressed, using the toilet and taking a shower. Those are very personal okay. intimate skills that us as all individuals want to be able to do for ourselves. So that came out of that World War I um, situation as he was saying. Where can one find an OT? We're everywhere. We are everywhere. <laughs> we are in so many settings um, from pediatrics, special needs. Uh, we are in acute care hospitals, helping people as soon as they get we in. We are there. everywhere. Yes, inpatient, as such as ourselves, this is an inpatient rehab, and outpatient, where people come for appointments from home. Um, there's also home health. That's a big realm of OT, where we go into people's homes who may not be able to leave their home at the time. Um, schools, K through 12 and also work environments, the NICU even for our youngest patients. Wow. So there's a lot of settings that we get trained in. Awesome. So talking about training, what kind of training is involved in being an occupational therapist or an OT assistant? Great question. Um, I have a master's in occupational therapy. That's a six and a half year program. There is a doctorate as well, which is an eight year program. Okay. And that allows us to be able to evaluate patients um, and treat. And then if you go ahead and get your doctorate, you are also able to do research in the field and become an educator. And Mike can speak for the other one. So being a CODA certified occupational therapist assistant, it's a two-year program. And uh, we're able to do everything for the most part that uh, an occupational therapist does. We don't do any evaluations, but we follow very they write the treatment plan, plan of care, mm -hmm. and we follow that plan of care, what, the, what they specify, what their needs are. Um, yeah. Our program is, is about a two-year program. Um, mine was a little different. Mine was, uh, I did mine when I was active duty in the Army. The Army has their own program that we did. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's, that's I, how I got my education. So can you explain what exactly an OT or a, a CODA would do every day? What do you do at Compass Health? 
At our facility specifically, a patient does come to us through two avenues, either a big acute care hospital where they've come through the ER for some medical event, um, or they come from home, it's called a home, a home admit. If someone is at home and they are just not doing great with their ADLs or activities of daily living, they've had a decline in function. So the commonality between those two is a decline in function. Um, but most of our patients do come through an acute hospital. Um, let's see. So our first duty as an occupational therapist on day one is we set up an hour to an hour and a half appointment with the individual patient where we establish a relationship. Our patients are traumatized. A lot of these people come from near-death experiences or just trauma of some sort. Um, and so they're very vulnerable. So our number one goal, like I said, is to create that relationship with them. Um, we talk to them, we have an interview with them and get to know each other for quite a while. And then we get to get to those intimate skills I was speaking about. Um, we help them take their very first shower after this medical event. We get them up and get to the toilet for the very first time. And we are always assessing and um, teaching as we go, assessing and teaching on how to do that better. Okay. So that's Can you explain session. the difference between an occupational therapist and a physical therapist? Yes. I know a lot of people have heard of a physical therapist. What's the difference? So with us, like Bridget mentioned earlier, we're really focused on what are called ADLs, activities of daily mm -hmm. living. And so, whereas physical therapy might focus on the science of walking, right? How the heel strikes the ground and what muscles are the science of their gait patterns and balance. Um, we're more about, can you get out of bed and sit from the laying down to sitting up? Can you get to the bathroom? Can you get your, can you get your pants on? Um, yeah, sometimes they're, the, the lines are a little blurred. Um, we do walking, they do walking, but from our standpoint, it's, hey, I need to get you to walk so you can get to your kitchen, so you can get to the car, so okay. you can get to the bathroom. I'm, I need to improve your standing so that you can stand and do your hair. Yeah, I would add that, as you said, OT's goal is the activities of daily living. And PT's goal is to be able to enter the community again on a mobility standpoint, whether that be without a walker, with a walker, a cane, or a wheelchair, or a power chair. So that's kind of the difference between OT and PT. Great. Can you give me an example of how your occupational therapy session begins for a patient on any given day? What's it look like? Sure. Um, here at Encompass, again, each facility is a little different, but we focus on that relationship and we say, hey, how's it going? How's your pain? What can we help you with today? You know, we might be getting nursing involved to help address pain through a medication standpoint. Um, so we assess pain first and then we do offer the activities of daily living. I see you're still in bed this morning. Let me help you get dressed. And we don't do it for them dependently. We are there to teach them and facilitate them to become more independent in those self-care skills. Um, but that can't happen every session. Sometimes we come in, they're already dressed and toileted for the day. Um, sure. And that's when we do go to our state-of-the-art gym. Um, and it's not like a big 
gym that you might drive to for yourself to work out. It's our mm -hmm. rehab gym. So we have a vast amount of technologies um, to name a few, 10 units, hot packs, cold packs, neuromuscular uh, education or stimulation system, DynaVision, BITS, Bionis vector suspension. I know those are all big words, but we do have a, a vast amount of technology um, which attracts not only patients to come here, but also us as therapists. We love working in our state-of-the-art gym. We do That's a lot awesome. of family training too. Mm -hmm. And so if somebody has a family member that still needs a lot of care, they're afraid. Mm -hmm. They, you know, for us, we, we work in the medical field every single day. Maybe they don't. And there's a lot mm -hmm. of fear and anxiety from the sure. family standpoint. Sure. And so we will help train family members mm -hmm. on, here's how to best help your family member so that one, they keep getting better. And two, you're not going to injure yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that would be important. Part of it. Yeah. Sure. What kinds of medical advance or diagnoses do you address most frequently? I mean, I, I'm sure you're seeing accidents and injuries and falls and trips. How long do you have? <laughs> we, joke about, yeah. we joke about what haven't we seen, right? <laughs> but we, there are some that are more, more frequent than others. Um, a lot of stroke, a lot of neurological uh, mm -hmm. disorders, Parkinson's. Um, if somebody has traumatic brain injury, um, amputations, a lot of elective surgeries. So if somebody mm -hmm. um, has a, a, a total knee or total hip arthroplasty or something of that of elective nature, mm -hmm. uh, we see a lot of those. We see a lot of frequent falls as well, where a member, a patient will fall and fracture multiple things um, or simply become so weak that they can't perform their own ADLs. Sure, um, a lot of stuff too is, we take for granted th certain things. We have people who woke up in the morning, got their pants on like everybody else, mm -hmm. and then something happened. Um, motorcycle accidents, car accidents, uh, roll over with a um, mule. I mean, <laughs> we've seen it all. We've seen it all. Airplane, yeah. Helicopter, you. And, and also uh, multiple sclerosis, we do see a lot of patients with that, as well as lymphedema. We, we have some mm. lymphedema certified I'm therapists. A, I'm a lymphedema ther certified therapist. Boom. So um, yeah, we, we treat a lot of things across the board. Sounds like a, a, an interesting job because you're going to see something different every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's the goal of an occupational therapist with a patient? What's, what's, what's long, big picture? That's a great question, too, because you might think it's what we've been talking about, activities of daily living, um, but it is really a goal that is set with that individual patient. Mm -hmm. um, they might say, you know what, I don't wear shoes, or I have slip-ons, and I don't need to work on that today, but you know what, I really miss putting, putting and going golfing, and mm -hmm. we have a putt-putt golf in our, in our courtyard, you know, so we nice. do, or cooking, we've had a lot of patients say, I just want to be able to cook again, so we have a a real kitchen, our ADL suite, we call it, and where we can practice those life skills. So it's really individualized to the patient um, with the initial focus on those activities of daily living. And then we expand from there. And we have a separate evaluation called a lifestyle addendum, where we do ask, do you like bird watching? Do you play music? Do you play the guitar? Hmm. What's your fancy? So we do help establish the, the long-term goals with the patient. I had a patient Great. once that asked, you know, 
the biggest thing that I want to do is I want to be able to go get my mail. And of course, from a therapy standpoint, we say, well, I want you to be able to go get your mail. But as the mind of a therapist, we think, well, in order to be able to do that, mm -hmm. I know that you've got to be able to sit to stand, from get your out chair. of bed, yeah. get your pants on, <laughs> get across your house, get out the door, yeah. go down the steps, get down the street, get your mail, come back, walk over cement, asphalt, tile, a doorway, all those things right. we think about, we break it down. It's called task analysis. We break that down and uh, it's really the things that we take for granted because a lot of times when they come in here, our patients, they don't realize that they're not able to do those things because they've been so easy before. And then all of a sudden, hey, I can't use my leg. How am I going to walk 100 feet? Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So if, if, a, if a person, a patient needed OT, um, how do they get to you? Do, does their doctor refer them? Do they have a choice? Does the doctor tell them where to go or can they choose Encompass Health? Um, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> so we have had patients come in and they say, you know, I'm going to be getting a hip or a knee surgery next month. And I, I, I live alone. I don't think I'll be able to go back and live by myself. How do I get admitted? And we do refer them to their primary care physician or their or orthopedic physician. It does come from a physician's um, recommendation. So we do have to have that. Um, but a patient can say, I want to go to this location. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a big thing that people don't understand, you know, because the doctor might just write a referral somewhere. Right. Um, in the acute care hospitals, as the patients come from the big acute care hospitals with their emergencies, if the team over there decides that they are unsafe to go home, they they do offer multiple settings and so people can elect us through there as well and family mm -hmm. members um, are very active in that role they come and take tours frequently of the hospital and we do encourage that tour a few facilities um, and see which one you'd like your loved one to go to well yeah from what you're talking about people are going to spend a lot of time with you mm -hmm. Couple yep. of weeks is a yeah here. average stay yeah. is two to three weeks here yeah that's important Anything else before we close? Anything you want people to know about um, an occupational therapist or with Encompass in general? Yes, I always tell people when they ask me what I have to be to be an OT, they go, do you like your job? How do you do such hard personal skills? And we like to think that you have to be empathetic, you have to be loving and caring, and you have to treat each, each patient as if it was your own mom, dad, grandma, or grandpa, mm -hmm. or otherwise. Um, so you just really have to care about each person and think of them as a human. A lot of us, a lot of us that got into this this uh, this field, we, we came here because of an injury ourselves. You know, I happened to hurt my, uh, I had a shoulder injury, and. I woke up one day, put my pants on, just like one else. And that, that evening, I wasn't able to do a lot of things that required, you know, it, it was hard to be able to have my wife mm -hmm. help me put a shirt on. Mm -hmm. It was hard for me not to be able to reach up and touch my head, mm -hmm. right? The things we take for granted. Sure. And then when that thing, when that ability, that, that piece of independence is, is taken from you, you, you realize how important it is. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, sometimes that happens and then we say, you know what, that, this is what I need to do. And so this, be a helper. Yeah. Oh, that's great. 
Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time to, to enlighten us on OT work, but also on Encompass. Um, we appreciate you being on the Inside Business Podcast mm-hmm. via Zoom today. Uh, you can find all of our episodes on the Inside Business Podcast at iTunes, Google Play, or your own favorite podcast website. And you can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Thanks so much, guys. It was great having you. And yes, uh, thank you. we'll do us. this again. All Maybe right, we'll do it in person next time. <laughs> That'd be great. Awesome. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.